Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Bit Effect, where we are going to have an argument. Yep, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have an argument. So basically, we've been thinking over the past year now we've been doing this. Can you believe it's been a year you have been listening to our silky tones? I'm sorry. And look, it's... <laughs> are you You just sorry that you, they've had to listen? Yeah, for a year. That's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Anyway, if you have been listening for a year, thank you very much. Um, write to us and we'll send you something cool a signed something or something like that anyway yeah so we've been doing it for a year i will draw you a video game character of your choice oh that's there that's good right there's a prize there first one to get in touch dave's gonna draw you a video game character um i might actually just get someone to get in touch with you dave because i can think of a few i want you to draw (laughs) so yeah we've been doing it a year and every so often, up pops a topic that we're just like, blah, 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 blah. And then someone mentions something like Bioshock. And before you know it, we're sidetracked into what Bioshock was better and we can never agree and this, that and the other. So we thought, why not condense all of that blether down into one single episode? I'll get a few wee extra questions and bits and bobs to throw in, but I, I thought it would be best for me to host because I'm the the least uh what's the word the least argumentative argumentative um member of the team i suppose uh there's a a few other people i was gonna say spineless spineless i i'll take spineless spineless is fine uh i will take sides (laughs) on certain things tonight so what about if we go for something that i have no knowledge about first because it's something that always pops up and I genuinely I still don't understand what all the fuss is about and that's the whole drama surrounding Tekken 5 or te- was it Tekken 5? Street Fighter no, 5 Street Fighter 5 oh I'm sitting there because you were just playing Tekken whatever one of these games where there's two people and they're facing each other punching and you just hit X a load of times so you go X X X X X X X X square X square that's exactly what you do okay sorry Street fighter 5 what is the fuss because my understanding of it is the you know you had a disc and it had characters on it that weren't unlocked or something like that but then i don't know so someone someone late well, that's down, marvelous capcom 3 is it well whatever come on give okay. it to me give All it right. to me so tekken 5 was really good i mean i thought they underpowered paul mm. a little bit but for the most part i thought it, it was had good. arcade perfect versions of tekken's one to three which were great yeah i don't yeah. see the argument exactly. Dave. <laughs> yes. Dave. Yes. Mike. <clears throat> yeah. Luke. Hi. That's our uh, introduction. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. we forgot. Oh. <laughs> I, sorry, it was just safe to assume that we were all going to be here. But do you want me to splice in an introduction here? Will we do we? Will we do we? Hello. hello. All right. Uh, hello. Um, that guy over to my left is Luke. Yep. That that's Mike over there. Great. The man with the mustache wearing assless chaps. That's Craig. <laughs> that's me. There. That's we're me. Done. Done. Right. Come on. Okay. Nice. So, Luke, since since you are the you are the dissident in this one, you take your time, put your argument out, and we'll see what we got. Okay, okay. So, uh, I am 
a Street Fighter fan, I think. Boo! Um, Boo! No, like, he's not. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Argument over, done. <laughs> I have liked the majority of the Street Fighter games that I've played, uh, and Street Fighter V was a massive disappointment for me on a couple of reasons. So, me being me, I like lists. Uh, I've written out some pros and some cons. Let me go through my pros. Jump in if you want to add or debate mm-hmm. any of them. Um, Street Fighter Five, it looked amazing. I'll um, agree. It yeah, it expanded on the Street Fighter Four thing, gave it its own kind of look. It looks like kind of looks like figurines almost. Um, really like the look. I like the the look of the the special moves. I like the V trigger stuff. I like the the specials. That's solid for a Street Fighter. I think it played well. Um, I think mechanically it's a great Street Fighter game. It was balanced when it launched. There wasn't a lot wrong with it. Um, it was enjoyable to play. I liked the roster, even though there wasn't as many characters as previous games. But You're really selling it to me. You're really, really selling this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. I'm not, <laughs> not finished. Uh, Capcom said that you know they need to move towards the DLC thing wasn't working of having different versions of the game so they were going to start with a lesser roster and you could buy buy characters with DLC um, like almost season passes or you could buy it with in-game currency that's fine I don't mind that at all that, that where it's the roster that you start with whilst a little small there's enough depth there to play the game loads Um. I like the changes they made. The game was more defensive. It was more about finding an opening and taking advantage of it. And you could do so with much larger, easier to pull off combos. Yeah. Agreed? Hesitantly, yes. Yeah. Okay. It, well, I mean, that's a preference thing, I guess. I, I yeah. personally liked it. I think it freshened the game up. Um, I really like the online side of it that you could watch other people play. You could find the, the top ranked players and watch their replays. I like the statistics part of it. And that's when I move on to the cons. So does right. anyone want to add any? Right, Pang's back in the middle of the list. I've got to edit in something like six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked, I liked the opening roster. <laughs> um, okay, so I disagree on some of your pros, but that's not anything that I think that's personal taste. And this is probably where the majority of my argument with Street Fighter Five is, is personal taste. So the okay. cons that I have was, I think the game was released too early, and by the sounds of it, it was released early to meet the deadline for a competition so that pro players could play it. Yes. Um, the game was buggy as shit when it first launched. I bought it day one. Um, online was buggy. There was a lot of crashes when you tried to play it online. Online being virtually the only mode that was available. They have a mode called Battle Lounge where it allows you to play. Um, you can have, I think it's up to eight people now. You all play against each other. You watch the match that's in progress and winner stays on, etc. King et of the Hill kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. When that launched, you could only have two people on oh, in yeah. the Battle Lounge, which yeah, is pointless. Load times are excessive in comparison to the previous games. I mean, if you put in Street Fighter 4 now, you can get into a game in seconds. Getting into a game in Street Fighter 5... It takes an age, and it's not until somebody points out to you, it does take an absolute age. Like, what's an age? I would say 30 seconds to a minute. Okay. Now, this is where my gripe lies mainly, is I'm not a huge Street Fighter online player. I will dabble in it. 
I will have periods where I think I'm getting better and I'll I'll maybe get enough courage to go up and then I'll get beaten by a Sagat player. However, there was, you know, what I normally do when I'm playing a Street Fighter game is I play offline and then I'll I'll build myself up to play online and occasionally dabbling in it. There is absolutely no single player content. This game feels like it's been completely focused on one side of now, the community. Hold which on. Is, hang on. Let me let me. No finish, no 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 no, finish, no no. Right? I need I need to I need to specify something. So we're talking at launch, not now. Even now, the the e- single player stuff's weak. It's got a six hour story mode, dude. I'm Dave, not after. Don't I'm not after story mode. I'm but it's single player content. Mode. All right. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. Right. So the traditional fighting game single player content would be i guess survival which you've got one which i personally don't like Hello? because the oh we're getting messages it's grim damn it grim <laughs> god <laughs> i've lost my point what was i saying um survival modes yeah so survival mode in street fighter 5 it doesn't i i personally didn't like it i felt like the ai was too easy and then it suddenly got very very difficult but i didn't like the whole method of majority of these survival games you get the option to at the end of each match you'll regain a little bit of health this one it was like a lottery of you got to buy one of three different power-ups one would be increased defense increased attack and occasionally it would be health that makes you play in a certain way um, so you've got to be mm-hmm. conservative with your energy and your health. And that's not the way I wanted to play it. When I'm playing offline, I want to explore how a character works. I want to get to guts with it. It's basically practice makes permanent. You know, more practice, the better you get. But yeah. I didn't feel like there was a good platform to do that in the single player. The training mode, meh. Does anyone really do the training mode thing? It's It's not for me. I've always preferred, like, an arcade mode or occasionally a story mode i guess but what's training mode is that like it's training mode is infinite infinite life you can you can scroll through your moves if you press a button you can have the computer show you what this combo looks like so when you go to do it that's what it should look like it's basically says what it it is it's training mode but there's no rounds yeah so it it's not like a traditional arcade mode where you can you can put on easy and work your way up to normal and then work your way up to hard if you feel like it. There's, there's none of that when I bought the game. I'm not sure what it's like now. I sold it quite shortly after. Now, Ooh. I'm going to move on to another point, but I'll let you guys jump in here. And the next point is why I sold the game and I don't want to play it anymore. So if you guys want to argue with what I've just said, please crack on. I personally, I've got no argument against what you've just said. I understood most of the words and in the order in which they were placed, but I've I've got no dog in this race. All, all right, is that the phrase? Yeah, no dog in the race. Okay, so okay, right. Let's take it right where you about sold it, which was what two three weeks after it launched. No, it was um, was it? it was maybe three months. Yeah. Oh wow. We didn't play it that I much. I think it was much. just it shortly it. after I kicked your head in on a couple of games back to back, wasn't it, Luke? If I remember right. <laughs> <laughs> there's no evidence of that, mate. There's no. Oh, there's a replay whatsoever. feature on on the Capcom network. <laughs> That's roughly, roughly the same time Grim kind of called it on Street Fighter Two. 
Not not two, but Street Fighter as well. All right, so, okay, so I'll agree with you that it looks good. I, I like the way it looks. At least it's not Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It's good. Yeah. Um. Okay, so so training mode. My good man. That's what it's the arcade mode is a holdover that nobody I thought nobody really plays anymore because but now with the the super update they're they're giving a hundred plus endings so evidently people like arcade mode I had no idea people like arcade mode but um there's no difference for me between arcade mode and training mode because it's kind of the same and Let's talk, what was it? Survival, right? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, so you have Street Fighter trying to change things up. They took a boring mode that I thought it, it's pointless. Who cares if you can beat eight people with one life bar or 12 people? It doesn't matter. Every match you should start with full health. They took a, a mode that was rather boring and actually made it interesting because depending on how good you do in that match is what power-ups you can buy. So if you're playing very conservatively and, and defensively, you won't make a lot of points. So you can't buy very much. Whereas if you are playing well and you're countering with, say, Ryu, or you're doing uh, juggle combos with Ken, using your V-triggers, all that, you get a lot of points and you can really buff yourself up for the next match. Uh, also, you can choose to just not take anything and carry your points over. So the whole strategy would be to build up as many points as you can in like those first eight matches that are fairly easy and then start blowing them once you start hitting that difficulty. I personally think that's a great mode. Like, I love that mode. I've spent more time with that than I did in an arcade mode in, say, Street Fighter 4. That that's, that's a fair argument, and I'll give you that that, that mode is fun on based on if that's what you want to play. But when I pl- pick up a fighting game, that's not the mode that I would traditionally play. I'll maybe dabble with it, but that's not where my, where I'd spend my time playing by myself if I wanted to play by myself. Um, and that being the only mode available is possibly the biggest disappointment thing for me. But this will move on to my next point, so I don't know if anybody else has anything. Oh, is this why, why did you sell it? Yeah. Mike, you want to chime okay. in? Yeah, just shortly. Um, I think the the biggest issue here is, uh, Dave, I have no idea how you can think no one, no one wanted an arcade mode in there. But but the thing is, every time... I, I love playing Street Fighter on the go. If I've got a 3DS or a, a, a PSP, you know, I love playing a Street Fighter game, like on the bus, on, on the train, whatever. And arcade mode is the way to go for that. You know, it's a nice little thing. You've got to... You sat there for about 20 minutes. You can go from the first fight to the end fight. You can watch the ending or you can just skip it. It's up to you. And and yeah, it's true. This game doesn't feature that mode. And that's that's a real casualty for the single player out there. Um, you know, or just someone who wants a quick quick go at the game. But but the thing is, this game does have, uh, you know, its own little character story modes, which which I actually enjoyed, oddly enough. And, you know, they feature, they pull out characters from like Street Fighter 3, the, the Alpha games. Um, all, all sorts thrown around, and they they have really good production values on those stills, even if it is quite quite basic. Yeah, yeah. But but you're right again because <clears throat> there's there's literally no challenge there. You get something like three fights per each of these character story things, and if they're a yeah. bit longer, a bit more fleshed out, that could have pretty much filled that gap quite easily. 
you know, if they'd just put a bit of filler in the middle of it, that probably could have helped. And if they've added a bit more of a arcade-style difficulty curve to the uh, to the battles, but as it stood, I think it might have even been a single round battle against each character you fought in that mode, which was a bit disappointing. Yeah, but, yeah it is. There's yeah, a video but, on the internet of a, a father giving his toddler a Street Fighter. I mean, this kid's, what, 18 months old? And yeah. the kid manages to get all the way through the story mode by just button bashing there's no difficulty attached to that mode so it was a cool mode i, I did like the tie-in to other games but it's not something you'd go back and replay and um, no yeah i'd actually agree. forgotten about it well uh, as for the difficulty that, that kind of doesn't matter because like capcom fighting games their difficulty has always been fair almost easy and if they did tweak that a bit like like how many times did you guys play through arcade and street fighter 4 where you're doing good doing good maybe you're playing on hard because you're feeling good today and then yeah. bam you hit seth and you're like oh man oh man it, i it, hate that guy ah oh, seth is the worst <laughs> if they up their difficulty on the stories and that kind of thing they start to feel like an snk game where the only way an ai can compensate for player let's say ingenuity would be to button mm-hmm. read or input read and that's when it starts to feel cheap so i get why Street Fighter is kind of on the easy side when it comes against the AI. In Street Fighter Four, if you if you if you just jump at your opponent, you can win the first round with it. But by the second round, your opponent will start to counter it uh, on the arcade mode. So uh, if you jump at Seth, he'll just keep on doing uppercuts at you and knocking you out the air. Yes, um, and I mean essentially, you can cheese it by the first round. You do one method, and the second round, you you stay on the ground. I thought that um, was just me that did that. That's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was a, that's the way it works. But yeah, uh, I I don't know. I, I just miss those those parts. And if I to compare it to a game like Injustice, where you know I dabbled in the online, and I I think I had a win percentage of sixty percent. I was working my way up the ladder and getting to a point where I was meeting other people. I don't find that side of the game that enjoyable i I like playing with friends i like the occasional competitive game but continuously playing online against other people personally by the time you've figured out the opponent's strategy and how they play the game you've normally got to you know that's the game over you you might not meet that person again and i find that frustrating whilst if i play with my friend martin i mean for years we had like uh, Street Fighter nights where we'd just come over and get drunk and play Street Fighter. And it got to the point where I knew how he was going to play and he knew how I was going to play. And it was, how were we going to counter that? That That's the interesting part of uh, multiplayer in Street Fighter for me. Not not meeting random opponents and hoping that they that I figure out their strategy before they figure out mine. Does um, that make sense? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, because I've had that with Soul Calibur where you play long enough to where you, you know, all right, if I do this, he's going to do this. But then if I do this, he'll do this. And then I have to do this to counter his. Yeah, I, I got that. That's. But see, um, I guess it all depends on how you play, too. Because if I'm playing multiplayer and I get into a good, good knockdown, drag out, slobber knocker of a fight with somebody, I'll always message them afterwards and be like, hey, that was a great fight. You want to play a couple more? And then we'll. You know, I'll just drop out of multiplayer ranked and play a couple more with that guy. And I kind of have many experiences like that. I, I don't just go, you know, random opponent, random opponent, random. Because especially in Injustice, you're going to get Deadshot. And then you're going to get Harley Quinn. And then you're going to get Deadshot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, so yeah. so I guess I kind of I guess now it looks like I play things a little differently than I thought everybody else did. So that yeah. might be some of this too. Now in Street Fighter, you get the rematch option straight away. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Like up to what, yeah, thank God, three, three rematches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and nicely in Tekken, uh, it's three rounds to win. You have to win three rounds to win the match instead of two, which I like. And then there's the rematch option you can use indefinitely. So if you and an opponent are really liking the way the fight goes, you I've played 10 matches against the same person. So maybe companies are starting to think like that, Luke, where it's not so much about how many random people can I beat, but how many good fights can I have. Yeah. That, that I, sounds like the way it should be. Just just as an outsider looking in <laughs> this conversation, that kind of sounds sensible. I, and and let me be fair here. For Street Fighter Five is by far and away not the best Street Fighter but it only falls down for me at levels that I'll never hit. Like a lot of pros say that, you know, you can't express individuality, but with the way you fight, like you could in older street fighters, it's come down to kind of canned responses to certain advances. I'll never hit that point. So for me, not a problem at all. It'd be like in Overwatch. It was like, well, if you're playing at the top level tournament, you see Roadhog fires. A l- that doesn't matter. I'll never hit that point. Yeah. So I'm the for same, me, yeah, the, totally. yeah th- that's not really a downside for me. Cool. Well, let me just go into a little detail. Yeah, of why, sure. Why I got pissed off of the game and sold it. Um, so like I follow, uh, I follow Capcom or the Street Fighter Facebook page and, um, Pretty shortly after launch, you know, the reviews were coming in and people were saying this game doesn't seem finished and whilst really good, there might be problems and maybe don't get it if you're a single player fan. I'm a single player fan and I bought the game. Now Capcom quite early on come out on Facebook and I think it was the lead developer that came inside. Look guys, we messed up. We're really sorry about oh, this. Oh, Ono? I think his name is? Yoshinori. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. And... He basically says, this is, this is what we're going to do. We've got a story mode coming in. We're going to fix the online disconnect problem. We're going to try and make the, the online features better. We'll, we'll, we'll bring X, Y, and Z into the thing. And this is the dates we want to do it by. And they continuously miss those dates, which isn't a huge problem. I mean, I work in a development team and my work, you know, it, it's hard to follow some deadlines. I understand that part. What annoyed me the most was that they missed communication deadlines. They didn't bring in the things that they were said they were going to fix. I mean, when I was playing it six weeks later, people could still disconnect when they were losing and have no penalty. I mean, that's that's bread and butter in a fighting game. That shouldn't happen. I'll give you that. That was terrible in Street Fighter at launch. That was awful. But the communications that were coming from Street Fighter, sorry, from Street Fighter, <laughs> Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. <laughs> I've got a cold. You might tell. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about selling DLC and buying buying new characters and buying new stages. And uh. throughout the comments in the Facebook pages was just people in absolute uproar about, guys, you promised us this. Where's these fixes? Where's all this stuff that you... Like, that? that's what annoyed me. And I felt like I couldn't support a company that were just going to ignore all these things or if they're going to promise something, fix it. And I just got so annoyed with it. I'm like, I'm not enjoying this game. I've spent... A lot of money on it and at the time money was tight so i sold it for something else and i'll maybe come back to it you guys have kind of made me think about it especially after playing street fighter 4 and having a good time with that but if i look at the amount of time i put into just injustice after buying that injustice 2 
and how much time I put into the the single player and the amount of modes that were in it. I mean, the the only reason I stopped playing it is because there's so many games out at the moment that I felt like I was doing myself a disservice to keep on playing the old game. But Amen, a 15 brother. year old me would, yeah, I know, right? A 15 year old version of me would have okay. that game and would have kept on playing it. So, yeah, it's basically just a personal reason. I can't. I've always been a bit iffy with Capcom and some of their practices, and I can't. I can't support a developer that's going to treat people like that or make promises and not follow it. Now that's maybe getting into too much personal for it, but I I felt let down by it. And to hear people say, oh yeah, but the online mode is great. Well, I don't go for the online mode. I never did. So Fucking you guys. <laughs> that's not very nice. I, I, my feelings mm. are hurt. Yeah. As for DLC, let's leave that out because DLC doesn't bother me at all. You make as much as you want. That's fine. But well, Mike, Mike, I'm sorry. I've been monopolizing this. I'm still confused. I don't have a fucking clue what an injustice two is. Is that like Diablo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that's another. If thing. I've got this right. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. It, it's it's kind of hard because with injustice, you use injustice as an example. That's a Western studio versus an Eastern studio. I mean, What's Eastern the uh, Eastern video games. Uh, well, fighting games. Let's keep it at that. Have always been more about the competitive scene than any kind of single player at all, mainly because of all the arcades they still have over there. So I believe Tekken's really the first one to be like, hmm, let's let's do some single player stuff. But for the most part, I mean, look at all the past Street Fighters or King of Fighters. They don't do single player. They're mainly all bread and butter is playing against somebody in the arcades or playing against your friends. So it's kind of natural that Injustice, because they started it with what, Mortal Kombat X? Or 9? No, 9. That yeah, was yeah. when they went, hey, nobody's doing this. If we do this, everybody will love it. And they did a great job at it. But yeah, like with the Star Labs, with Injustice, or the MK Tower, with Mortal Kombat, you know, all that. They were really the only ones doing the single player stuff, at least that I can remember right now. So yeah, that might be an Eastern versus Western thing. And it's fine. I'm not saying you're a terrible person at all. Just, just like <laughs> I, I mean, you can only you can only compare with what's on the go at the moment. And yeah, you're right. You're and right. In comparison, yeah, in comparison to some of the Western releases, I don't think Street Fighter Five lives up to the the genre it kind of made. Um, so here's hoping they take what's good about it and take it on to six. I think the boat's probably gone for five. Um, it sounds like I think they're doing Super Street Fighter Five first. And then they're going to see where that goes. Well, Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition is the next one. Oh, yeah, there you go. I'm sorry, Mike. Thank you. So, yeah, are we going to hug this out? No, <laughs> yeah. no. We're, well, we're, we're going to hadoken it. Mike, yeah, Mike I think do you have agreed. anything else we've, on we've this? We've agreed that Street Fighter Five is brilliant and there was no reason to argue it. Well, my question then is, right, Give, just forget everything that's happened. Uh, you, you've never played Street Fighter Five so far. You buy it today. How much of this is an issue? Not much. Not much. In Apart game. from the fact that they did it. Apart from the fact that, like, look, you bought a product that was broken, and instead of fixing oh, it, they yeah. tried to sell you more product. Okay. Apart well, hold that, on, hold on, guys. Do remember too, DLC is not the main development team. So just because they're working on DLC does not mean they're not working on that. 
That's just not the way it works. You'll always have okay. your DLC teams that are working whether or not the main team is working on the game or not. So just because somebody's putting out DLC does not mean they're rerouting no. all to the DLC. Okay. Because, like, uh, what was it? Um, even Tecmo Koei, who was, like, infamous for 200 pieces of DLC for Dead or Alive, they mm-hmm. had DLC done before the main game was done, but that's because all that the, that team had to do was DLC. They, <laughs> yeah, they don't I mean, work on the main game. I got no no problem with that. I mean, it's it's the same reason why for a while I got really fed up with Telltale because, you know, you'd buy the season pass and I'm like, oh, yeah, episode two's out in six weeks. Eight weeks later, you've still not got it, and you've there's been no communication from them at all. Yeah, I got I got Batman Telltale, the disc, and it was like, <laughs> yeah. yes, we're gonna. Oh, there's one episode out, hooray! <laughs> yeah, yeah. On I, the I disc, know it was only episode one on the disc. No, there's nothing on the disc. You just oh, have yeah, to download everything. Pass you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's. Oh my goodness. Oh well then. Right, guys, hug. But that was that was a perfectly structured argument there. That's you. Sh- you should be proud. There was no name calling, there was no shit slangs. <laughs> I know it was lovely. It was lovely. So yes, and and let's be clear. the 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 whole point of this is not necessarily to convince the other person that you're right. No, because that will never happen. the The main point of this is for everybody to be able to stay state state their side. Wow, couldn't get that out. Yeah. something which i just want to hear your point because i don't get what your problem is with skyrim i just (laughs) don't i don't get it i just don't get it i don't understand in the slightest and you keep you we quip seeing oh it's huge yeah it's huge it's a terrible thing and whatever i don't know what (laughs) what, what your main beef with it is it's a guerrilla campaign against bethesda of what is it you hate Okay. All right. I'm not alone in thinking you're a madman. I'm. No. I'm hoping I'm not alone, guys. <sighs> I no, you might be alone then. Bethesda <laughs> 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 okay. generally make quite generic games, don't they? Like Wolfenstein. It's just your average, pretty shy wow. shooter. <laughs> oh, wow. That wasn't. That wasn't Bethesda. That was, that was, that was like Dodgy uh, RPG maker. But FPS maker with a bit of RPG elements in it. Wow, and that's then, a great, that's a great point, Mike. Evil Within is like poor man's Silent Hill. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! You watch, you watch your mouth <laughs> on Evil Within. I just recently played through that. It's pretty good. I'm just, I'm just making up words. Ignore me. Okay, Skyrim. All right, Skyrim. Sroda me all you want, whatevs. Okay. Okay. Here's the problem with Skyrim. You had Oblivion. Oblivion yes. was pretty cool. Until you realized, oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, closing Daedric Gates. That's fine. That ended. You moved on to the next bit. Oh, 
okay, there's not really much more to the game. That's fine. Oblivion was a huge step up from Morrowind. Doesn't matter. Let's move on to Skyrim. Okay, so you open up Skyrim. You pop it in, you're so excited. And you get an, int- an intro that is kind of... Right? How is the end? Oh, right, no, right, okay, okay. The intro mm-hmm. is Wait, so... What, what were you expecting? Uh, well, no, 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 no. Well, I wanted Patrick Stewart there, just like Oblivion. <laughs> they didn't give me Patrick Stewart. Um, No, no, so so you play the game, Yep. and it takes you, what, about three hours to realize, oh, uh, skill doesn't matter at all, right? Because... Your fighting is mash a trigger and a sword that has no weight, no impact at all, will hit something that's also spamming you like a windmill. Okay. That's fine. Ranged combat's you need better. To be an archer. That's that's <laughs> Okay. So so we're agreed melee is just terrible. Right. I can I just say just right now, I don't think I ever used a melee weapon in Skyrim. <laughs> I was one of those cat people and I was literally no matter how far away someone if someone could be running at me and at in my face and I would still be backing away trying to shoot them with an arrow. Yeah, that was awesome. Or a mage. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good good emergent gameplay. Melee. Oh. <laughs> so compared to something like like I'm I'm gonna bring it up. I'm sorry guys. Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Melee okay. is just ridiculously bad all right number two right the story is terrible and i know it's a bethesda game the story does not really matter but this is the how many games in a row do you have the warriors guild the mages guild the dark brotherhood you got to go through all that again only to have it all not matter in the end at all no, Nothing ever. Did it not matter? Do they ever matter? Do they ever matter? In the but end? That, that's what I'm saying. It's just Skyrim is the latest where they just copy pasted from Oblivion, Morrowind, Arena, all that. Yeah, but it's like in Zelda. Do you have to collect every Korok seed? No, you don't. You can dip okay. into whatever you. Well, then you guys tell me what do you do in Skyrim? You explore a cave, <laughs> you find out it goes in a giant circle, you do what Bethesda calls a puzzle and match this rotating pylon to the picture that's on the wall you get more loot that you're not going to use and then you leave the cave and you're done whoa loot loot is everything can i just say loot <laughs> is everything you know you got to run the numbers you've it's, got to compare no stats. no no no, no, no. this doesn't math. matter in skyrim in diablo it yes does. it does it does but not matter it, at all in skyrim I think it matters in life right okay I- right just to go from the start Oh, Luke, sorry. What's up? No, no, no. Uh, I was going to say, can I give you my experience of Skyrim? But I've spoken loads. So, Craig, can you give us your experience well, of Skyrim? You just what, what interrupted was a me. <laughs> I did say Craig talk. Craig I got I got I got you, you, You're the guy that interrupts everybody. I can interrupt you I know, once. I know. You can interrupt me. Do yeah. Right. From the start. I uh, I didn't play Oblivion. I've never played Oblivion, and I've never played Morrowind. I've never played anything before Skyrim in that universe. Skyrim was the first, so I might not appreciate some of your comments, and they might be valid or not, I don't know. But from the introduction and from that dragon attack to meeting your first lovely dragon that you had to murder with basically feathers for arrows, and, you know, it's, it's pretty epic, I... 
I didn't really care about the story that much. What I loved was the the expansive roaming about the place. You know, you don't quick travel. You've seen the thing, quick travels for pussies. You just walk about the place, you kill things, you level up, you lockpick, you level up. It's leveling up. It was just, oh, I loved it. I sat and started playing the game with my brother and my dad. And see the first time, see the first time that dragon attacks and you hide in a wee tower and you're like, holy crap, what the hell am I going to do? That was amazing. I wish I could relive that because that was so, so good to me. And everything about it, like the kind of faux stealth type nature. I was playing that gadget thing so you could see in the dark and you could just run about with a bow and arrow and just kill things. I loved it. That just suited me to a T. The fact that I could level up lockpicking and pickpocketing. In fact, I just distinctly remember getting to the first town, not fully appreciating what was happening and trying to kill people, stealing stuff without realising that it was going to screw me over later on in the game and I had to restart and this, that and the other because I'd hacked off quite a lot of people and those people did not like you. Once you've hacked <laughs> off someone, they remember and they do not like you. So I think it was... I just thought it was great. There was enough of a story there that it kept you going. You had a few decisions which which didn't matter. side of the war you were going to be on. It doesn't really matter, but at least you got to pick. I think there must have been a few side quests and main quests that were. So wait of, a minute. Everybody bashes yes. Mass Effect for decisions that don't matter, but Skyrim gets a mm-hmm. pass. I don't bash Mass Effect for decisions that don't matter. You know, I like that as well. You don't bash it for you like it. You I love Mass Effect. And your decisions don't matter. But what I'm saying, so why does Mass Effect whole, get a pass? Mass Effect gets a not negative because your decisions don't matter. But Skyrim, ah, it's part of the charm. So, what? so, all right, hold on. Let let's let's break right. it down here, man. Oh, let's break it down. All right. So let's, let us say just... you saw the intro, you thought it was great. Play Dragon's Dogma. It's better. Anyway, yeah. then you moved on to I ran around and I killed stuff. Uh huh. That's, because you got to level up. you got to level up your archery. And you've got, you, you got to craft. You've got to collect things. Do you know how many leather braces you need to craft to get your crafting up? Oh, my 18. goodness. <laughs> like six hours of crafting just to, oh, just to level up. But remember, it's fun. It. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely. Okay. That. I basically so, lived my life in there for a wee while. I just, it was, you know, like going to oh, work. I'm going to work, honey. Fred, I'm away to go and craft. That's not a fun game. That's oh, no. you got dropped in the middle of a Gary's mod and you made the most fun you can. It, the, the, from your explanation, other than the intro, there's not much difference mm-hmm. between what you said and Minecraft. No, no, well, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. Right? <laughs> it, it, almost there, almost, but no, because apart from apart, from, okay, right, apart from whatever, there was one quest. What was what was the story arc with the Brotherhood of the damned or something like that that was dark brotherhood decent. the dark brotherhoods is that what it yeah, was but not for you but it's been done many times before like in every elder scrolls game that that's not a knock for you because for it was your first before. yes yeah okay yeah okay so, but let's take something is... like the witcher 2 which i don't think anybody's played uh, but me mm-hmm. the problem is they have a huge open world skyrim does but there's no point if the only point to having a big world is that it's big, that's bad. There was nothing between point A and point B. 
like take Fallout wow. 3, for example. Fallout 3 made it fun to go on a trek because you would find these little things that mattered. And they weren't all caves that ended in a circle and you got loot at the end and now you can move on. Fallout 4 is bad for this. I quite liked Fallout 4. Fallout 4 was fine. Just for wandering. But compared yeah. to Fallout 3, 2, and 1, it was kind of bad. Oh, and that's not terrible. No, I'm not saying these are horrible, unplayable messes. It's uh, just yeah, yeah. this is why I don't like it. And okay, right then. If I I I get you right, and I will just I will bring my summary in and say it was just so expansive, and I just felt it. I, it felt like the first meaty big game for me that I could. I felt so small in that world that I could go and do what I wanted to do, which was level up and craft and, and check loot out and make, you know, like, get a house and a wife so that I could put a okay. box at the bottom of the bed. To what end? Shit in it. To what end? Just just to enjoy the game. I, just, I don't just see your point, Dave. I, I don't see your point at all. Um, okay, like, in any it's, other it's RPG, a... <laughs> you level mm-hmm. up to fight stronger foes. This worked in Oblivion because everything leveled up with you. In Skyrim, you level up and you get better skills, you craft better armor, you craft better... For what? The game does The game does get more difficult as you go. No, it does. If you, yeah. Dragons are a joke. The, what are those, like, flying witch things? If you bumped into some of those when you were too low level, oh, they messed yes. you up. Yeah, yeah, you just have to leg it. <laughs> Hoof it and maybe make it out of there. But it, it, you get that sense of empowerment because later on in your game you're like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on this time, and it works. You take it on and you go, yes, I beat you, and I've got that through the whole game. You're mad. The first dragon was an, an absolute nightmare to kill, and it took forever. You're joking? Yeah, actually, I mean, no. <laughs> dragons, <laughs> dragons are pin cushions on four legs, man. Some of the later ones took harder, yeah. They, I didn't I mean, like, like those big troll guy things. Oh, the giants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I played melee, anyway, yeah. so that probably explains Walking up it. to those the first time and getting knocked 100 feet in the air. Okay, Craig, you do know this. This you know. Skyrim is what Legend of Zelda does writ large. You're preparing, you're preparing, you're preparing, you're preparing, and then nothing. Well, yes, I do know that. But I, I, I've said with every Zelda I've played, I over-prepare. You know, prepare to fail, fail to fail to prepare. Or, no. Prepare <laughs> it's, to fail. It's worth it to work it. You're worth it, it works. <clears throat> I've got it. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So I always over-prepare. And you go into, you know, the final battle with Ganon and you've got 18 hearts and you've got, like, three fairies and jars and you're ready for it and you never need anywhere near everything. But it's still fun preparing. So I, it's, that's no, the it's game. That's... I found those heart pieces. It's not fun preparing. It's terrible. I did it with nine hearts. I couldn't be bothered picking yeah. up stuff. I, I, do it, I do it with the hearts you get from bosses. That's it. It's the rest. Okay. But in I Skyrim... I just feel like, then, do you not feel like you're missing out in some of the game? Like, not a really bit's be... hidden somewhere. I need to find that bit. I need to solve a puzzle. I need to find that. I need to happen yeah, across it. Admittedly, this was a replay because it was, you know, from the GameCube days when I did did complete it. Now, Wind Waker, I did everything because Wind Waker is fun in almost every regard. Hmm. Ah, see, Wind Waker, by that point, I had learned my lesson and I missed a few <laughs> art pieces. 
Okay, this is um, Zelda. Just, just shouldn't talk Zelda. Anyway, yeah, we're on to Zelda. Back okay. to Skyrim, back to Skyrim. Back to Skyrim. Look, Mike, someone someone say something either on either side of the fence. Well, I think I think Craig, we have to understand that it's, Skyrim's not Zelda, is it? So it's just <laughs> no, thank can't God. Be in that league. A <laughs> champion of great games. But, <laughs> hey, what can I say? Argument over. Michael wins again. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Ding! Hmm. Like, what's the difference between people getting engrossed in a walking simulator? Um, you know, you're you're getting engrossed in the world, and yes, the mechanics are maybe a bit thin. Um, but I mean, I enjoyed my time with that game, but it wasn't because the mechanics were amazing, the combat was amazing. It was just a fun world to explore and to have. Oh, what's that over there? Oh, what's this over there? You know, and yeah, it was very repetitive, but. Um, like Craig, it was my first one that I spent a lot of time with, and I'm surprised you guys didn't play Oblivion. Yeah, I played a little bit, not a lot. My PC couldn't handle. Oh, okay. Oh, I played PS3, so that might have been also why I spent more time with it. And to be fair, to be fair, maybe some of my hatred is a bit unfair. <laughs> okay. Now, don't get me wrong. If I will, will never play Skyrim again, ever. I don't like it. I think it's a terrible game. At the same time, I started Dark Souls and Witcher 2. And The Witcher 2 does open world game so much better. And Dark Souls does combat so much better. So you take something that does lukewarm to bad in both. That's where all my hatred comes from. I'm just taking notes for later on. And then it got so <laughs> much praise. <laughs> it, it got that plus there was the fact that everybody loved it for reasons that were bad and but then and then the modding ever, community got a hold of it and you put thomas tank work. engine in it oh sorry <sighs> no and yes <laughs> stupid internet culture thinks that it's amazing and now skyrim's the best game has ever made i i have to admit dave i i, I actually felt myself um turning off my router in the house just to avoid the arrow and the knee joke things all the time hey congratulations that's another part that's like oh fucking skyrim but that's not the game's fault <laughs> to be fair it's not their fault no <laughs> so it's not so much that you hated it it's more that you liked other things better no, I at hate the it. time because i went back and finished it okay and you hate it. i i did finish okay. the game i did the main quest all those stupid side quests yeah. hey you get to be the gray fox again whoop de shit ha <laughs> I like that. I like that phrase. It's good. <laughs> okay. It's it's like uh, okay. To be fair, Dave. Oh God. Yeah, I I finished it. I got the platinum, and I didn't want to play another game for like two months. Ah, oh, like, Luke, yeah. you're the worst. Play single player Street Fighter <laughs> something. Um, it's like okay. Do you remember how when New Super Mario Brothers came out, everybody thought it was great, and it was, it was a great game. And then came New Super Mario Brothers Wii. And then came New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. And by that point, everybody was like, guys, you've done this before. And that's kind of what Bethesda's doing. They make a game to where they offer you an illusion of choice. They make it big, so you're constantly distracted by how little there is to do in it. And they make it so combat is very, very easy. Well, it's Fallout technically 4 the fifth game and in the Skyrim. series, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. But <laughs> it's a trend now, because Fallout 4 is mm -hmm. kind of bad. But they're bad in the exact same yeah. ways. 
But I think uh, I quite liked Fallout 4 as well, but for mostly the same reasons as I like Skyrim, as I just like having that big world to traipse about yeah. in. And to me, that is the game. So if that's the game, I'm going to play it. Oh, and Luke, and to your point of walking simulators, I got no beef with walking simulators. I don't really like them because I like to be challenged, like, dexterity-wise, and you're not really going to get that. Yeah. But a walking simulator knows what it is, and it works within those confines. But Skyrim just tries to... Craig, it's exactly your point why you like it. It gives you a big empty world and says, don't pay attention to how lazily this is designed. Oh. I wouldn't say it was empty. It's it's sparse in areas, but I just took that as being like, oh, I've got to walk through this okay. forest. If there's nothing in it, there's nothing in it. But... An enemy, every now and again, does not make an open world design good. There should be side quests that you just bump into. There should be things that you find, like... Like Fallout Three, what was it? You're just you're just exploring and you find a burnt house with with a safe in the floor, but all the family members huddled around it trying to protect the floor. And then you go to the town that's close by, and they're like, "Hey, we lost the sight of this." It's it's a little story that it tells. There should be all these things. Look at The Witcher. There should be you know monster nests. There should be little quests you run into on the road. There should be things you find. But in Fallout and Bethesda, there's not. It's here's a bunch of enemies. All right, good. You killed them. All right, keep going. Now you're at your destination. Now we'll give you our quest hub. You go out, you kill those same enemies, you come back, you put in the quest, you get your reward. That's it. Yeah, I quite like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you, Dave, that, but I'm going to put another caveat on it, that Skyrim was okay at the time. I don't want to go play it again, especially... Oh, with, no, I wouldn't want to play yeah. it again. God. <laughs> God, and for it's no. Same, yeah, it's you're the same reason the I switch? call it for it. <laughs> It's the same reason why Fallout 4 wasn't wasn't an expansion on Fallout 3. They removed the dialogue options and replaced it with voice actors, so that kind of limited the game. But they basically made the same game with a graphical improvement. They, they should have made Fallout 4 more like New Vegas. New Vegas was really good. Yeah. It, I mean, I think all of us kind of collectively said Fallout 4 is okay. It's not really yeah. done much. The story's a bit lackluster. Is that fair? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they're all perfectly yeah. serviceable games. I think I think um, uh, three, well, three and to some extent four. The the maps they are impressionable. You know they've left an impression on me. I I have a rough idea of what's happening in those worlds. But yeah, like yeah. when Dave was just saying then about Skyrim's world, um, I did think to myself, oh yeah, in the sort of northwest area of the map, I think there's like a a tree of the world or something like that. And then I thought, hang on, no, that's a little secret place in Fallout Three. I was thinking of. <laughs> and it's like I can't. Apart from is it Riv, River Rivendale or Riverdale or something in the middle? Rivendale's Hobbit. Oh, I don't know. It's Lord one, of the it's Rings. The same or thing. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> we'll call it Windcraft or something like that. I don't know what it's called. Um, apart from that, I can't really remember much about the entire place. A dragon on a little ridge. I can remember a few uh, things. A little town. I can in the remember the first town. Yeah. doesn't matter when you've got fast travel, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's end this conversation by saying yes. we all at least agree that Argonian is the only race anybody should play. <laughs> oh.
right, let's move on <laughs> in this train of never-ending disaster. So with two major game arguments left, but what I thought might be quite fun is, and it might not be fun, so we can just cut it out if it's not it's fun. that fun. If you could argue with any developer or writer or games maker or someone that runs you know the social media for capcom and if you could argue with anyone who would you argue with what are you feeling most passionate about just now because i know battlefront 2 and loot boxes has been shouted from the rooftops oh, i've been shouting it all day craig all day i shouted lucho box for some reason i don't know what a lucho box is but is that is that what I was hearing earlier, Mike? Jeez, yeah. you're pretty loud when you get angry. <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been fuming about it. Someone said to me today, Africa, and I said loot boxes in response, and it was, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear God. But is there, is there anything just now that's burning a hole in your soul that you just want to get off your chest? Why? Why have you done that kind of thing? I'm just going to say Kojima and leave it at that. Arguments. <laughs> I don't want to bring up the loot box stuff until we see what the actual end results are like. Okay, right, fair enough, fair enough. Let's just glide on. But seriously, Kojima, just yeah. in general, you just I, want. To, I want. I want. want to, I want to sit Kojima down. I want to have a nice dinner with the guy, and I want to say, "What the fuck is the matter with you?" I've got one. EA and canceling or closing down the the studio that did Dead Space. Oh, visceral. A bit harsh. Yeah, they've closed them down because they're making a single-player Star Wars game with a with a story. When what they want is a service of a game thing, by the sounds of it, and I don't know, that just seemed a bit harsh. I might have to argue on that for a second though, because Visceral, admittedly, didn't really release any good games ever. So that's a good, probably a good business. <laughs> Whoa! <idea. laughs> Whoa! You make wait, shit wait, games, wait, wait, you get shut down. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Quite okay, a, you don't like Dead Space? Business Studies 101, mate. <laughs> uh, wait, you don't you don't like Dead Space, Mike? I'll at least uh, give Visceral Dead Space 1. It didn't it leave good. an impression, you know. I, I already had Resident Evil 4. It's just like, you know, if you play Street Fighter, you've got to play ah, okay. World Heroes Perfect. You know? Yes! <laughs> I don't know why. You, just, you might play Clay Fighter. You just end up playing clones and... Uh, well, well, both yeah. heroes. You got that cool tribal guy with the mask, Mudman. I mean, cool. where, where are SNK these days? Ah, uh, well, I think they got shut um, down by EA as well. So you know, they <laughs> they re-released Metal Slug over and over <laughs> and over again. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm I, I'm kind of surprised you didn't like that three. I like, I yeah, it's, it's derivative of Resident Evil Four, but I kind of liked it quite a bit. It's all right, I guess. It's just a, just a filler game, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> eh. Poor. Poor what about people. you, Craig? Yeah. Craig, who you got a who you got a beef with? Oh no, I didn't bring up this thinking. Oh, I need okay. to get something off my chest. I've, <laughs> I've got nothing. Um, I think we would absolutely. all, minus Craig, like to have a sit down with Capcom. Yeah. Be like, what? What are you guys? What are you guys doing? Let's talk about this. Is there trouble at home? Would you like a soda? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need an extension on your deadline? <laughs> I've got one one little point of contention though, which is, I think people would like to have an argument with Konami about 
why they've just removed like a lot of the greatest things of games ever. But at the same point, I think Konami should be able to do whatever they want if they've already done everything. If they want, to, if they want to go into making hotels instead or something, that's up to them. Well, to be fair to Konami, they've made more money doing their little mobile mini games and patch a slot games and all their other business ventures than they ever had in games. Yeah. So it makes sense for them business wise. It really does. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think there is an argument there. Then it's up to them. Though I would like it if they could just maybe take a bit of money and sell sell the rights on to someone else or something. Be... Yeah, I was give it to Square Enix. They're pretty good about yeah. like re-releasing Taito's stuff. Go, go give it to Square. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. If you're listening, Konami, we've given you your options. You're happy now. <laughs> get, get back to us within a week, please. Yeah. All right, so by this point, we've been arguing for quite a while, and we still have two games left to go on the docket, two major ones, with probably some mini ones thrown in between. So for right now, we're going to say this will be the end of part one. We will release the rest of it as part two. So we will see you in two weeks where we will continue to argue with each other and sound like incessant babies. So for me and everybody else here, thank you for listening and say goodbye, gentlemen. Visceral. Goodbye.